Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the show. So I am doing a spontaneous Friday night episode for you all. I was talking to a client. We started talking about this healing work. I got all fired up talking about it and she was like, you need to do a live. So we have this idea of going live together because she is someone who has healed a lot of her anxious attachment and we are about to go live on Instagram and I wanted to record this for the pod as well. So you can feel free to listen wherever you prefer. So give me a moment. I'm going to hop on live. We have Miss Luna here. If you can hear her meowing. Hello, Instagram live. We are doing a spontaneous Friday night live from my apartment in San Diego, California. I was boxering with one of my high-level one-on-one clients and we were talking about what makes this work different than all of the other healing modalities out there. And I got so excited talking about it because in my experience being trained in all these different types of therapeutic modalities, when I had my career in the traditional therapy field, something about each of them just wasn't landing. It was like, I would, you know, go from one to the other, to the other. And there were different parts of each one that I loved, but none of them were like, oh, this is what I want to specialize in. This is what I want to use with all my clients. It was kind of like, I was using a culmination of all of them to really see what I found the most effective, both personally in my own therapy, as well as with my clients. And when I left the therapy field and I joined this online coaching world and I met my mentor and she trained me in her healing method, the art of connecting and expanding, it all came together for me. It was like all of the, you know, past things where I was like, you know, I love this part of DBT, but something about it still feels you know, too rigid for me, or I love CBT, but we're not getting into the body or I love parts work, but you know, we're still not getting enough into the body or we're not helping people like truly expand. Like there was just so many pieces of each of them that I loved and that deeply, deeply resonated, but none of them enough where I was like this, this is my bread and butter of healing (laughs) until I started doing my mentor's healing method which is really a culmination of many different facets of healing. So she was trained by Dr. Gabor Mate and did the compassionate inquiry program. So we do a lot of inner child healing. Um, There's also parts of it that just stem from her own, you know, experience healing her own attachment and her own experience um, in the spiritual world and teaching yoga and all of these different things that culminated to this magic potion where she was like, oh, this, this is what actually helps people heal the nervous system and feel safe to expand. So many therapeutic modalities just focus on healing to feel regulated enough to function enough, but 
not actually feel fully safe in your body to create the life you want. And I've always been someone that's like, I just want to feel able and safe to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. So when I found her and she started training me in this through doing it on myself and kind of using myself as this case study of this work and her using this with herself and realizing what works, what doesn't work, it made me realize that all of these different puzzle pieces that were coming together was all leading up to this. So my main experience in the therapy world, I was trained in CBT and DBT and internal family systems, parts work, um, you know, solution focused therapy, narrative therapy, relational therapy, like all these different modalities. And I loved different parts of each one. And so I was like, if I could just take this part of DBT and this part of parts work and this part of this and put it all together, which is essentially, you know, what I used to do in the therapy world is I would just kind of draw from different modalities. But I was like, if I could put all of these together and then some, that would be the perfect therapy for me to use on myself and my clients. And that's what I have found. And that's why I get so passionate about it is that this healing modality literally leaves no, what's that expression? No stone unturned. It covers all of it. It covers all the subtle, sneaky energies, all of the protectors, all of the things that we need to process in order to fully rewire, not just regulate, but fully rewire our nervous systems so we feel safe to expand. So that is why I'm so passionate about this work because it feels like I finally found something that works, that's not missing things, and that truly helps heal and expand. So Tonight, I am having a very special guest on. This is one of my clients and my brand designer, Allie. And we were on Voxer not too long ago. And she was asking if, you know, part of the work that we have been doing together for the past year involves parts work. And I said, yes, parts work is definitely one part of this healing modality. But this healing modality is also so much more than that. So we talked a little bit about that. And as I was explaining to her, like all the different facets of this and how it differs from other modalities, she was like, you need to go live on this. And I was like, oh, it's like Friday night. I'm in my pajamas. My hair is so oily. I'm like, <laughs> just like a couch potato right now, working on some content and reading and just like having a chill night. And then I was like, you know what? I need to shower anyway. So I might as well shower, wash my hair and go live. <laughs> and then I was like, well, what if we do a live together where you can talk about your experience with this work? Because, you know, I talk about it all the time. And as you guys know, I share testimonials on my page, but there's something so different about hearing it from someone who is doing it also, right? So you're having kind of a different um, perspective, a fresh taste on it. And yeah, so we were like, oh, we could plan a live. And then she was like, tonight, and I was like, oh my God, let's do it. So this is our spontaneous Friday night live. I'm going to have her join and we're going to just do um, a quick chat about this. So drop any questions in the comments and let me unplug my headphones so that I can hear her. So hold on one second. Okay, I think the mic is still on, but now I'll be able to here, Allie on the live. All right. So let me see if I can invite her to join because 
technology. Okay, let's do this. Invite to join. There we go. Boom. And then anyone drop some questions. Okay, Allie, I just invited you. So hopefully this will work. Yay! <laughs> Hello! Oh my God, welcome to the live. Oh my God. Thanks for doing this with me. Of course. Yay. I'm for you. Oh, I was. I have my crystals. I, it helps me. Yes. Home. Yes, that's why I keep all my crystals right at my desk too. Yes, and can you see me now? Because like I'm just I I hate bright lights at night. So yeah, no, I can I can see you. Okay, it's perfect. Okay, this is so exciting because something that we've been working on a lot is helping you feel safe to be seen. And so, what better way to practice than to be seen on the gram? Yes, for sure. Talking to a friend before a designer friend, and we're like, we should go live one day. And then I was like, oh my gosh, so scared to go live. And then it literally happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at that. This is good practice, then. I love it. Perfect yeah. timing. So, for those of you who don't know who Allie is, do you want to do like a brief introduction of who you are and what you do and the magic that you give to this world? For sure. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren's here. Lauren. Yes. Um, yeah. So I am a brand designer. I am an intuitive brand designer. So I read the energy of my clients' um, brand essence, and then I put it into a beautiful brand. And yeah, so brand and mm -hmm. web design. And um, so Rachel is my coach, and <laughs> and how I um, know Rachel is before I worked with her, I created her branding. Woo woo! And as I was, yes, and. <laughs> I always knew that I wanted to do like some sort of, oh, all, all I knew it was as inner child coaching at the time. I knew mm -hmm. I wanted to do that type of thing. And it was through doing her brand. Cause when I do people's brands, it's like, you know, when you're like doing like a, you're drawing something, you're like, oh my God, they have beautiful eyes. You just like really fall in love with them. Yeah. Like that was what was happening with your brand. I'm like, oh my God, she's just so oh. like uplifting and grounding. And then like, it was after your brand. I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to work with her so <laughs> yes it was the best thing ever because we were you know working on my brand I was like obsessed with it I fell in love with it and then um we were we met in New York to do my business cards and then I think it was during that same trip maybe like a few days later where we were talking about you doing a course and like doing part of this work and then you were like oh wait no I need to work with you and then we hopped on the phone and then like yeah. a year later here we are <laughs> yeah so. I was like meditating I was like oh my god I have to do this and I was like yeah when I get like really anxious and I kind of don't feel like real I'm like I just like don't know what I'm doing I just called you and I was like yeah okay. I, like, I know it was just like such a, a karmic uh symbiotic relationship like you were meant to do my branding I was meant to do this work with you and just a uh, beautiful soul contract yeah. so yeah my mom's friend, Dina. Oh, hi, Dina. Thanks for joining. I know I wasn't sure who had joined because it's like a random Friday night, but I'm so happy you guys are here. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to just have you share a little bit about this work. And, you know, I gave a little intro of like why I feel like this work is different. 
um, as someone who's, you know, been in traditional therapy for like my whole life and then found this work. And then as someone who worked in traditional therapy and now left to do this work. So from your perspective, um, you know, given any past experiences or just kind of where you started and now we're at like over a year later of doing this work together. Um, yeah. What's your experience of it for those yeah. who are wanting to know? It's been an incredible year. I'll <laughs> say, I'll say anyone watching this, like, uh, before I get into it, just like Rachel literally is just life changing. Um, so yeah, I have, you know, I've always been very spiritual. I have had, I have done therapy. I had started to understand the somatic work before, uh, I came to New York or before I left New York and came here, I had a somatic therapist. So I started to see that there was other things that I could do. Um, and it wasn't until when I realized I needed to do deep, deeper work, like when I realized it was sub, like the subconscious, you know, cause yeah, mm -hmm. I have done the think positive and all the things I, mm -hmm. I also, yeah, the two to be magnetic work. Mm -hmm. um, was one day I realized I was like, oh my, these money wounds, like I can't think my way out of them. This is right. wired. It was like, I felt even, you know, you talk about rewiring and wire, like, I didn't even really know that word in that context. I just like mm -hmm. knew I'm like, this is wired in there, you know? Um, and so that's when I was like, I need to kind of get to the root of it. And that's mm -hmm. when I knew I needed to do inner child stuff. And yeah, so after realizing I want to do with you, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been like, I mean, first of all, like the support, like that's probably one of the biggest things is just like being able to talk to you, like not whenever, but yeah. <laughs> but like most, but most of whenever. Yeah. Um, just like having, you know, just having that support, like especially as an entrepreneur, is, you know, it's like it's scary. Like it's just so so nice to have support. It's just yeah, especially that yeah especially as an entrepreneur and just, yeah, being able to like, you know, because I knew cognitively a lot of things right. about it, like, oh, I like this because of X, Y, Z, like mm -hmm. I'm a people pleaser because of this part of my childhood. Right. Like I've always known that. And I think a lot of people do like when you talk to people about trauma and now that I, I know this, like even now talking to people about trauma, they think it's just knowing where the things come from. Right. But to actually have you help me get into my body and like actually feel that that's like a different thing like a lot of that therapists at least one that i've had like don't do that and i think i think yeah all people think trauma is it's just like oh i know this came from this it's like but that's not going to actually help you so i think yeah actually yeah like actually feeling a lot of those feelings mm -hmm. yeah have just like been so like instrumental and now just knowing that you know and like being able to hi Ruby designer friend Ruby Aww, um, hey, look at all these designers showing up yeah <laughs> and just being able to like yeah no now no because obviously like the the I'm gonna put my computer light pumps um like now knowing like but the parts that you know you call the inner child like the parts the maladaptive like coping ways that you know aren't my highest self like right. you know when they come out now it's like I can know I'm mm -hmm. like okay this I'm not just being crazy like this is what's happening for me yeah this is coming up and like being able to take more of like a second to to do that you know like mm -hmm. with my with my partner and yeah like I do that this morning honestly and and also just like with the people pleasing like that we've been really healing that Mm -hmm. 
and knowing and realizing, you know, like my whole life now thinking, oh, I'm just such a sweet person. But like realizing a lot of that sweetness is me just feeling safe in front of other people because that's how, yeah, that's how my nervous system knows. It's just like being really, really sweet, even when it's not aligned, even if I'm like annoyed or like if I if I'm really anxious or around other people that make me feel nervous, and I'm just like overly nice. Like I right. have those personalities. I mean, yeah, I am nice, but like, yeah, really now that a lot of it has been like trauma responses is like wild. So being able to, yeah, yeah. And now I talk to my friends and they're like, Oh my God, you're like, not like the, you're like completely, you're more direct and you're not like apologizing as much and things like that. It's just like, so incredible. Yeah. And like, yeah. And then just showing up here, like on my, for my business and, mm-hmm. Yeah, just being able to show up like and because I, I had been showing up before but the difference was when I wasn't feeling well or like feeling 100% myself I wouldn't and mm-hmm. so like this work with you because we have you know you see me go through stuff is like you still let allowing me so that I can show up exactly as I am and like I right. shouldn't like stop showing up because like I'm going through a shitty time because yeah then I mean like because we're humans when we go through shitty times yeah exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that's how you know we show our nervous system that we're safe to show up just as we are because we are human and that's part of like we were talking about parts work earlier it's like those are the part of us that feel like we have to be perfect or show up in a certain way or control everything and it's like when we allow ourselves to just show up however that may look like we show all parts of ourselves that we're safe to be seen not just the parts that feel comfortable. So, I mean, I yeah, think that's been the biggest thing for me out of like all, I mean, a lot of it is, is big, but this has been my biggest. It's just like accepting myself when I'm not a hundred percent. Cause even yeah. like right now I'm not fully a hundred percent. And you know, so it's been like a weird week, but I'm still like showing up on stories. And sometimes my nervous yeah. system is whoa, like you're showing up and you feel like this. And I'm like, yes, right. I am. Yeah. It's huge. Like you did stories tonight and now this live, like, you know, a year ago, your nervous system would have been like, get the fuck out of town. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember once I did a live, you know, even first, we did a live once before we did this work together. Yeah. And I did, I remember going, I saw it on myself. I don't know. Maybe soon. I don't know. Maybe one day. And like, I was so, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Which is a huge and look at you I mean like it's just yeah it's amazing to witness because when we feel like we have to hide and it's you know again like showing our nervous system that we're not going to be accepted or we're going to be judged like we're always just trying to prevent that that criticism because it always goes back to that attachment wounding of feeling like you know if we're judged or criticized that we have that risk of being abandoned or perceiving abandonment so I think you know going back to the anxious attachment it's like it's just, you're such a beautiful example of how that, how healing that literally affects all areas, right? Because I think a lot of people just associate it with, you know, their relationship or, you know, just the day-to-day how they're feeling, which those are big parts of it, but it's also looking at how our anxious attachment shows up in our work, how we're relating to clients, like the ability that you now have to communicate assertively with clients and like really feeling safe to step into your leadership it's huge, right? That's such a huge thing. And that's not something that, you know, necessarily felt safe a year ago or let alone six months ago, right? It's like this continual practice of, am I relating through attachment wounding through trauma or am I relating through my, my most powerful self and my, my most authentic self? 
And I think to what you were speaking to earlier, it's like so many people don't even know that they have trauma, right? We like the amount of times I'm like, oh, like I hear, oh, we don't have trauma. Like I had such a great childhood. It's like, I used to say the same shit. I'd be like, I have the best childhood ever. And then I look back and I'm like, oh wait, all of us have stuff to process because just the pure nature of being a child can feel really scary, especially when we have, you know, things in our childhood that, you know, make us feel like we're not going to get our needs met or that we're going to be abandoned. So I think, yeah, just witnessing you doing this work and allowing it to shift how you're relating in your relationship and your friendships in your, um, you know, working relationships with your clients, like just really noticing how it affects every area because the nervous system, as we know, is literally the blueprint for, for all of it. So, and even just you, like being able to trust your intuition and being like, oh, I know these things, but I also need to do some deeper layers of healing them because knowing them is, you know, only one, one part of it, but actually like feeling safe to relate differently and process that emotion. It's everything. There's always layers. There's could be layers forever. Yeah. There's always layers, right? Like we... (laughs) How many times have we been like, oh yeah, like I feel like we've hit this like deepest layer and then a deeper layer shows up, right? And that's not to perpetuate this feeling of like, we're always healing forever and ever because I do think we get to a point where we have enough internal safety where we're really just like fully expanding and then we are able to catch when those old patterns are coming up. But it just means that there's so many more layers to us as humans and we even can comprehend, you know? Yeah, it's like there's layers, but it also all connects still. It's like yeah. one connected blob, but with layers. Right, exactly. It's like all the things that you're like, oh my God, I have so many different things to work on. And then you're like, oh no, that's it all goes back to the same root of just feeling safe, feeling safe to be you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's been incredible. Yay. <laughs> Is there anything else um, you want to share just in terms of anxious attachment specifically or um, yeah, just anything that we missed? Sure. Well, yeah, I talked about just the people pleasing. I know you probably want me to talk a little bit about relationships. So I'll do a little bit, um, but yeah, just, I tend to be more, you know, not in romantic and also just like friends just like a little more anxiously attached um in terms of yeah just not feeling safe if like things aren't okay or feeling graspy if I think someone's mad at me or like um yeah and just especially with it like you know like my if you sneeze so like with my fiance like you know generally like this work has fully changed that um in terms of like we were never like that but like you know definitely when an argument would happen like I'm definitely the more anxious I become more anxiously attached and then he becomes more avoidant so it's like I'm kind of like moving forward and being like louder and then he's retracting mm-hmm. and and now with this work like you know we've been talking about like just like how and he's been you know healing in his own time just like allowing to speak up and I kind of go back a little bit so that it's like a little more balanced yeah Um, yeah so that's been like really really incredible um and yeah it was funny before this work I like found out about the love languages and that helped us and I would tell people like yeah like know your love language like that really helped like this is way better yeah 
for acting like a two-year-old, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. there's so much to that love language, right? Like I can say, oh, my love language is touch. And because it's touch, I need to be like attached to the hip of my partner the whole time. And I could use that as a very valid excuse and be like, yep, I got to just stay by him all the time because I, I need the touch, but not realizing that that's actually my activated inner two-year-old and knowing that like we can have our love languages and also it's the energy in which we're relating to them that determines if we're, you know, relating through our inner child or. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Even if like, you know, like I, I, I can see how someone like can look at like this work and be like, I'm not like, I'm like a little more, I'm like pretty secure, you know, like I was mm-hmm. like pretty, but this, like, I feel like I was good amount secure, but like this still, it's just like really, really like levels it up and like really helps you see like so many things. And also another thing is like, most people think they're fine when nothing's happening yeah. until like <laughs> act up, you know? Right. And, then act up, and then they're like, oh my God, I don't even know who that was. I don't know. Like who just came out like that was not me that was not my highest self like that like I felt crazy and then it can you know and then they'll forget about it like the next day I yeah think that's like a big thing so then they're in they're in like central or like homeostasis and they can like read your stories and be like oh I'm like totally fine but yeah. then like you know they get activated and I think that's you know I think people just like probably block it out or just like but yeah that's like a yeah. big thing it's just like it's you know when you're activated you want to be able to like come at it like from your adult self you know mm-hmm. it's not like it's okay it's like it's not like oh it's it'll I'm like activated like an active two-year-old like once a month like that's still not okay <laughs> right it's still looking so. at like oh why is that happening like what's happening for me so and I think that's something you and I have talked about too is that um and I've experienced both you know with my own healing journey and then working with you and my other clients is like we think that the we think that once a trigger is over, it's like, okay, we processed it. Right. But then the actual work is when we're feeling regulated again, let's actually process what was coming up during the dysregulation. Cause there yeah. have been times where, you know, people get dysregulated and it's like, okay, I got myself to regulation, but this work is like, we don't want to just get to regulation. We want to understand what was prompting the dysregulation to begin with. So that one, it maybe doesn't happen as much. And then when it does, we know how to give ourselves what we're needing, give our inner child what they're needing in that moment so that they're able to feel um, safe. And that's how we relate differently and build the secure attachment. Yeah. And something that came to me when you're talking about dysregulation was like before, I mean, like, you know, people talk about like, oh, I cried, I feel better. Like I released it. Like there is a difference. And I didn't realize until this work with you between like like a grounded calm release of like crying and versus like a two-year-old like mm-hmm. crying tantrum and then they're like oh I released it like that's yeah <laughs> different than like an actual like I'm I'm feeling this from like a grounded place from like my highest self versus like I'm having a tantrum because you do feel better after a tantrum like it's true yeah oh a thousand percent <laughs> But yeah, I think, I think that's like a big just like dis- uh, dissertion. Yeah. That's like a yeah. big thing that I realized, like, just like really feeling things from that highest self versus mm-hmm. like feeling things from that, like dysregulated two-year-old and thinking that that's like, okay. Yeah, no, that's it's such a good, important point to bring up because I mean, yeah, I I've always been such a big crier and I'm like okay I cry a lot so that I'm just releasing all the time and then I'm like oh no that's very (laughs) there's very different types of crying so you know it doesn't mean that we don't feel better after 
having a cry, no matter what kind of cry it is, but it's like the difference between, yeah, a kid's going to feel better after having a tantrum and like releasing the anger or the sadness, but that's a, that's an unsafe dysregulated release rather than actually feeling safe to be with the pain, right? Dysregulation is avoiding the pain. It's like, I feel so afraid of this pain that I'm dysregulated versus I feel safe to be with the pain and I feel regulated. And in that safety of experiencing the pain, that's when you're able to like fully release it. So I know that's something that, you know, isn't always clear in the moment because when we're feeling dysregulated and we're crying, sometimes it really does feel like, okay, I'm just like releasing all of this. Um, and so being able to look at like, what's, who's coming out right now, right? Like, is this two-year-old me? Is this five-year-old me? Is this adult me? And continuing to get curious around it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I'm just trying to think if I wanted to ask you anything else too. Let's see, we covered relationships. Ooh, how has your anxious attachment affected your relationship with money? Oh, I have to think. <laughs> I feel like this is what happens. This is like the, what happens. I need to go deeper with this session. Um, In terms of how you relate to money. Um, anxious attachment with money. I mean, definitely like, you know, getting to the root of how I think about money. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like an anxiously attached standpoint, I think, honestly, I think I get a little point up with money, but like, no, I, I seriously, <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard for me to think. Um, and keep in mind the avoidance. So with anxious attachment, we can have a deep sense of avoidance and with avoidant attachment, we can experience deep anxiety. So if you're relating through something, or if you're, if you're relating to something through anxious attachment, the avoidance can actually be helping you avoid feeling what the anxious attachment is bringing up. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Like when I get scared of of money, I like tend to avoid, but in terms of like, let's say, yeah, like letting go of the how, I think, mm-hmm. rather than grasping on, you know, yeah. like when you say, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be making X, like, because I, you know, with my brand projects, I know what I'll be making for the next, like, three months, mm-hmm. and just, like, you being like, you actually don't know, and, like, really releasing it more, Yeah, um, definitely is, yeah, just something I feel like, because I feel like anxiously attached people just want to know the how mm-hmm. a lot, um, and want to and yeah I think they want to know the how and just like not like they're not okay with not knowing that yeah an anxious attached thing Mm -hmm. um big time yeah uh, I think definitely through that way and yeah the avoidance um yeah, did that answer it? Yeah, no, I, I mean, that that's everything, right? It's like being with the unknown. So both in relationships and business and in life in general, it's like, you know, I would catch you saying like, I'm going to make this amount. It's like, we don't know, right? Like it's kind yeah. of being with that unknown of, we know that X amount of money is coming in from X amount of clients or projects. And if we're open to receiving more money or receiving, you know, money from different sources, because a lot of people think that we just get money through 
our businesses or our jobs. But when you really start like tapping into the energy of being open to receiving money, it can come literally from anywhere, right? Like those random, my friend just got a random check in the mail yesterday for $300. Like, you know, so being able to sit in the unknown and then also the energy to which you're relating to the money in the moment. So it's like with relationships, when we get graspy of our partner, it's the same with money. It's like, I'm grasping onto the money I have because I feel like if I release it, it's not going to come back to me. Or if I actually approach it instead of avoiding it, I'm going to feel so much fear that, you know, I'm just not going to have enough. And that brings up like survival fear and all of that. So relating to money through a sense of safety when healing your anxious attachment is looking at it and saying, I know that if money is energy, I know that I'm safe to release it and receive it and to allow it to circulate and to really release, you know, the how, like we talked about, which I think for anyone, regardless of your attachment style, I think for anyone, that's the most difficult part, right? Is really your brain just like goes to this part of, you know, trying to figure it out. Like, oh, how am I going to make X amount in this amount of time? And then being able to say like, oh, I don't actually need to know how. And that to to release that control can feel really scary, especially when money is tied to our survival. For sure. And I could see how like that translates to someone like who's not in a relationship. Like if they just start seeing someone and they're like, grasping on to you know like texting them or mm-hmm. not like not like thinking that if they ungrasp they'll like let them go it's like just like trusting you know I think yeah. you have to it really helps I think anxiously attached people just probably don't have a certain level of trust and faith in the universe you know and again yeah. like I I knew I had to, you know I always have some level of trust mm-hmm. in the universe um and like you know you hear about that in the spiritual communities a lot and like yeah thinking positive like just just trust but like if you're yeah like fight and fight or flight like you won't trust so yeah it's just like yeah the trauma the trauma form I think that was when I was really like oh I really have to work with her because like I, I was super into manifesting and like they talked about how like trauma helps manifest mm-hmm. and, or like uh, you know trauma informed manifestation really helps and that's when it was like yeah I have to yeah because that's a big part in the spiritual world is talking about manifesting but then when people don't address the trauma and how if you're in survival mode you don't feel safe to actually receive what you're manifesting I mean I had parts you know or I had points in my business where I'd actually reached what I had been manifesting and then it felt so new and foreign to my nervous system that like I subconsciously self-sabotaged it right so if you're not aware of how trauma and your nervous system is affecting what you desire and what you're manifesting, it's going to arrive. Maybe, you know, you're able to attract it and it shows up, but then like, are you able to hold it? Right. And you and I even talked about that tonight is like this ability to hold more than we think we can, because it feels really scary. Yeah. And yeah, like, like in terms of my business, like you're really help, like, like with the smaller new offerings like mm-hmm. that's really freaking me out but it's like you know I'm telling you how I want to have more like other things that, that not might not just be the brand like other ways that don't take away from the branding and just like I feel like that's where you know someone not doing this work can sit there and be like oh maybe I could do other offers or different things but like you know like it's like right now I need that nervous system holding as I am doing like a smaller offer you know like yeah. a, a, yeah (laughs) totally because your nervous system has gotten oh okay no worries 
Yeah. Cause um, that nervous system, your nervous system is like, oh, I know this to be safe. Right. I know that this is like my signature offer this feel. I mean, I yeah. felt the same way. You know, it's right. like, yeah, are very different, you know, but the masculine part of it, it's like, first we have this strategy, then we do this. Right. Then takes this amount of time. Like, even though each, like, that's the container, like the masculine container for me, where like, that's where I'm intuitively like flowing and each brand is different, but I have that same mm-hmm. all the time. So to think of like a new structure is, is yeah. scary. Um, yeah, totally. I think that's definitely when like nervous system regulation um, comes in handy for sure. Yeah, no, I felt the same way when I went from just doing one-on-ones to then doing groups and retreats and now courses. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's the same work I'm doing, but it's a different container and a different structure. And I'm like, whoa, this feels different. Yeah, <laughs> So sure. being able for to sure. have that um, nervous system, the co-regulation, you know, I I think this is especially huge for entrepreneurs because building a business literally brings out, as you know, it brings out all of the trauma responses. It brings out all of the, you know, oh, I, I know I can trust the universe, but like, how am I actually integrating and relating differently and doing things outside of my comfort zone when that hasn't fully felt safe before? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, putting it, you know, knowing something versus being able to really put it into action. It's just yeah. two different things. Business and now wedding planning. <laughs> yeah, business and now wedding planning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First we we got through the engagement and now it's time to plan the wedding. And we're like, all right, these are all the, bringing out all the trauma responses. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah, I think, I think we covered everything unless there's anything else you wanted to share. I can't think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to, um, that's okay. Either way. It's totally fine. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, I'm, I record these podcast episodes and I'm like, I have no idea what I just said, but someone's going to listen. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> so this is a perfect example of doing something that your nervous system feels a little nervous about. And then you're showing it that you're still alive. And look at that. The next live, you're going to be like, no piece of cake. <laughs> um, so two final things, and then we'll wrap up. One, I would love for you to share if people are wanting branding, because you guys know my sun logo that I have tattooed on me and that my other client is also going to tattoo on her finger. Um, My whole brand was done by Allie. So if you are looking for a brand designer and you are ready to really take your business to the next level, like before branding, I mean, I am very much design challenge to begin with. But even if you're not, like I have friends that know how to use Canva, they know how to do the basic design stuff, but I see their stuff and I'm just like, yes, you can get away with this. It's good enough. But why do you want to settle for good enough? Why don't you want the full on shebang? Because that shows yourself that you can really commit to your business. So for me, getting branding was, you know, just a huge part in me feeling like I can fully take myself and my business seriously and like show up. I didn't just that out. Yeah. Yeah. I think I maybe had one, one or two clients. Yeah, totally. 
I was like, I'm not wasting no time. I want to, I want to do the thing. So, um, when are you booking next and where can people find you? Um, right now you can find me on my Instagram. Yeah. So I'll access up through here. My mm-hmm. website is coming so soon. So you'll be able to actually book there, but until then you can see me, I'm booking the full brand package for the next one is like end of May. Um, so if you want a tattooable logo, yes. <laughs> literally tattooed, <laughs> something that helps empower you to show up, that's what I'm looking next. And yeah, even, I mean, it, it's perfect for people that can actually design too, because I'm just giving them the tools and the brand and then they can have fun in Canva. So yeah. Then they that, actually so. could run with yeah. it. <laughs> but since then, and I'm not sure when I'll be my next, um, like brand energy reading, but I'll share here. I'm going to also be offering like, cause I read the people's energies. Um, and that's kind of what creates the brands. I'm going to be offering like little brand energy readings and help and to help you gain clarity on your branding. And yeah, like if, if you're not ready for the branding yet and also custom things. So yeah, Yay. and then the Google Earth one exploring with Rachel is yes. smaller things and right. you know, like take away from the big things because the, the big brand package is where the magic's at. But I, I think right. the smaller brand uh reading it's gonna be fun yeah and this ties into like embracing all parts of you because a big part of you is the intuitive right for those that don't know Allie's mom is an amazing medium I did a session with her she's just amazing we're shouting out Lynn she's amazing so yeah yes recommendations yes all the recommendations if you need a medium a designer a healer we got you covered <laughs> we got you covered with all the things um I know I think you have those three what else do you need I think that's totally fine because I feel like our work too is like business coaching and it's you know we we cover all the bases exactly <laughs> I love it and then my final question, because um, I am enrolling for my Come Home to Yourself group, which is a group specifically for anxiously attached women, which is starting this Tuesday on my dad's birthday, March 14th. Um, and it is a four month long group. It is 12 different modules covering different topics. So if someone is listening to this and they are on the fence about joining, what would be your words of wisdom for them? <laughs> Just fucking do it. Like, why do you want to say stuck? It literally changes so many areas of your life. And like, especially people that feel energetically stuck and like they can't get out of it, you know? Like it just like this really puts you over the edge, like just to have that support to have, especially now I've been working with Rachel one-on-one. And my next level is, you know, like I was so safe and just being one-on-one but like now I'm in her group because I'm like now it's like I can be safe with you but like allowing other people to like to me it's like groups of people like to other, allow others to see me yeah. all parts of me like is scary for me mm-hmm. um, so in terms of group like it's incredible for that and just like I just feel like yeah like your life will just fully soar and just like why not like it's just like the best thing you can do and it just like makes out like other areas of your life so much better like I feel like some you know people make her choice like oh I want this kind of coach or I want to invest in this it's like but if you do this first it like makes everything else that you want to invest in just like so 
it's just better. You know, like, yeah. I feel like this is the first thing every single, I feel like I need before like brand people come to me. I'm like, first work with Rachel. And then, <laughs> and then I'll send them to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It's just, it's just so important. Like, it's just so, such important work. It's just like, yeah, like, just like how I feeling now compared to how I feel before, you know, just like, especially people think they're anxious, you know, they're like, oh, I have anxiety, but it's like, no, it's like actually like, there's just stuff you're avoiding. And when you actually, you know, like sometimes if I'm anxious, I don't know why now I can take really long deep breaths and mm. just like feel where in my body is the anxiety. And, and if, if I'm lucky, like cry it out and then I don't feel anxious, it's like anxiety is just like, it's just protecting you from feeling things and, yeah. and people just like attach onto these things like oh I'm an anxious person I'm this and then they just like yeah to live and it's like you don't have to live like that you yeah. know not that you're always perfect after it's just you recognize it and you're like why am I anxious because of this what's behind this and then it's just why why wouldn't you want to live not anxious all the time like yeah right exactly and you and I both know what it's like to live chronically anxious and you know the difference of not having to live like that and so yeah why not why not is the perfect question and I think you described so beautifully it's just like that foundation right I think of it as like in the dance world, how ballet is described as the foundation that makes doing all the other types of dance easier. It's like, this is the foundation where if you then go to branding or go to anything else, it's like, you're more connected to who you are. And then you're clear on what, what you want for your life. So it all, all connects. For sure. Yeah. And I love that you're doing the group now because it really, it just is that next level of relational healing, right? Like being, feeling safe to be seen by, by other people that, you know, you don't know as well, you're not as comfortable with it. It just domino effects, um, into everything else. And even just like the fact that you've had family members that have said to you, like, or friends, right? Like, oh, you just, your energy is different or like, oh, this thing that would have made you anxious. You're not, you're acting totally fine. You know, like, it's it's just amazing when other people can feel that energy as well. Yeah, uh, I think that's been a fun thing about like seeing like there's actually a stronger, more direct part of my personality that like I didn't realize was there. It's just really cool. Yeah, getting to know yourself in a whole new way. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this impromptu live tonight. I love I love our spontaneity. We we're like, all right, let's do it. Oh my god. <laughs> so. yeah. Like I, if I, if I would have had to wait, like I would, but I'm glad we. Sometimes when I could do it, I'm just like I do it now, or I'm just like, yeah, right. It's like let's just do it while we're while we're in the moment thinking about it. So, thank you so much for coming on and just being such an inspiration for other people. You know, both with being an entrepreneur, doing this work, you know, branding, all of it. It's like, it's just beautiful to see. And yeah, it's just, I love doing this work with you so, so much. And thank you for everything done and finding me and all of things. Everyone just do it. Just do it. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. I love you so much. And um, I will talk to you soon. Thanks again for coming on. All right, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, I feel like I was at a weird angle for you all tonight, but I hope you enjoyed that live with my client, Allie. I'm going to post it to the gram right now.
And yeah, if you are, my hair is still wet. If you are looking for ways of doing this work and you feel inspired by hearing Allie's story, please um, email me, rachelltellycoaching at gmail.com or uh, DM me on the gram and we shall chat. I offer a free discovery call to see if it's a good fit. And I hope you guys enjoyed this so, so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Take time to come home to you. Love you all. Mwah.